Welcome to Everyday Superhero, where each week we share how everyone can be a superhero, one world changer, one loving and positive thought at a time. I'm your host, Vanessa Canavero, and I'm ready to dive into this week's podcast adventure. So buckle up and get ready to dream big always in all ways. For show notes and to find out a bit more about me and my coaching practice, my speaking engagements and all that fun stuff, head on over to thedreambiglife.com. See you there. Hey everyone, I'm going to throw an LOL in here. Uh, This recording, the content is so amazing, but it sounds a little echoey. My tech slash co-host slash husband had us using the wrong mic, but no worries. The content is still valuable and amazing. And again, thank you so much for tuning in to the Everyday Superhero. Hello, Everyday Superheroes. I am so excited you've come back. Thank you so much for continually tuning in to everyday superhero. I'm Vanessa Canavero and today I have a very special co-host. Do you want to say your name? Hi, my name's Tony. Okay, Tony's my husband. Yeah, he's my husband. So Tony, first of all, so our listeners can kind of get a feel for who you are and get to know you a little bit better. Tell us some stuff about you. Well... I'm pretty blessed. I'm Vanessa's husband, which is probably my the biggest achievement in my life other than kids. Um, yeah, I've been in sales and marketing basically my whole life, business. Um, grew up on a small farm in rural Saskatchewan. Um, like to uh, play Dungeons & Dragons, forage wild food, blacksmith, and talk about mindset, sales, and entrepreneurship. Mostly I'm a sidekick for Vanessa. He's my, he's my wonderful sidekick. So today, actually, Tony is going to be a part of our broadcast. You were my first guest, but you're my co-host, and you will promise to be on future. I think I've been your first guest for quite a while, actually. Well, yeah, technically. You, you, technically you have. You were my first listener as well. So yay! Go team, Canavero. Okay, so awesome. So today, um, there is a topic that I started thinking about yesterday, and I did hear another podcaster discuss it. But yesterday, it became a little more relevant to me. I went out for coffee with an amazing gal. She's one of my closest friends. And we literally talk about everything. We cover, like, there's so many topics you guys cannot believe we cover within two hours. It's ridiculous. And we laugh and we make fun of each other. She's just fantastic. And we always hug before we leave each other and say, I love you. And she's just a cherished friend. But after leaving our awesome coffee break yesterday, and uh, when I was going about doing the rest of my day, I started thinking about our discussion, and one of our discussions was about comments on social media posts. And uh, it was kind of weird when I was thinking about it, but I don't know. It, it's And I don't know if you have the same um, sort of, not habit, but you're being drawn into it reading the negative comments on social media posts. Well, I mean, it's definitely the easiest thing to do. Um, negative media is everywhere. It's 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 omniscient there's a big word that is a big word yeah you know i will ask you what that means later on yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) it's 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 omnipresent negative media is obviously everywhere um it seems to uh, and the negative comments on social media tend to create a bit of a feeding frenzy and it's something that you know we've talked about before and and how it creates kind of a dog pile effect but yeah definitely well and it definitely gave me an icky feeling yesterday and i thought about it the rest of the day, and then of course this morning as well. And it's come, you know, it made me ask this question: Has negativity become the new normal? And why is it accepted? And like, why why are we accepting it as being normal now? Well, I think you know it's interesting. Negativity, if you look at at kind of where negativity comes from, 
it really stems from this 20 million year old brain, which is trying to keep us alive. It's, it's wired to look for bad things because when our, our lizard brain was formed, bad things killed us. There was a saber toothed tiger, the, the fire, the storm, the invading tribes, our fire going out. Um, so we're wired as a species, hardwired to be more in tune to things that are in danger to us. Um, and I think unfortunately that that hard wiring spills over into things that are not technically dangerous for us anymore, but we tend to look for it. So is 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 negativity the new normal? Um, I definitely think it is easier to be negative now, which means there's more of it because we have this platform um, on social media that allows us to feed each other's negative and find it super super easy. Um, so is negative the new normal? I don't know. Uh, I think for me, the biggest thing would be to make sure negative did not become my new normal. Uh, just because it's somebody else's new normal or, or kind of a group thinks new normal doesn't mean it has to be that way. Well, and I think that there is also, you know, the power of um, social media and, and uh, different sites that um, invite comments and, and posting and stuff that... Um, you know, it's, it's you're being a part, you're part of a community, right? You're part of a community. And it, I, I just wonder if there is a basis of that. First of all, people, of course, you know, they call them a keyboard warriors and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, fake news, all that stuff. But I wonder if there's a part of that that makes people feel like they're actually a part of a communication community where they find people that are like minded. Right. Maybe they have the same negative views. And so they feel that willingness or that comfortableness to jump onto that negative dog pile because it makes them feel mm. justified or validated yeah. or part of the group. I mean, we, we all know like basic human needs. The, one of the basic human needs is the need for acceptance. Mm -hmm. Is that where maybe, you know, some are feeling that group of where they're accepted. From what I see and, and the trends that I'm seeing on my own feeds on you know, Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn and so on and so forth, um, it definitely creates a sense of community and belonging because it's easy to get behind being negative about something uh, because everyone does it. I mean, before social media, we grew up, Venice and I grew up in rural Saskatchewan. There was Coffee Row, we called it, mm -hmm. right? And it was a bunch of, uh, you know, retired or semi-retired guys or gals, depending, uh, that went from coffee shop to coffee shop to coffee shop. Um, and essentially they visited. But I assure you that, that those conversations in all those coffee shops, there was very little uplifting communication it was mostly about what's wrong who's who's cheating on who and who stole from somebody and this person's going out of business or this person's sick or you know because negative tends to feed negative in a whole lot uh easier and more consistent fashion yeah. i think maybe i think you're right and especially with um, the news, the, the media sources and such, too, how, how it's easier for them. Or I, I shouldn't say it's probably more profitable and easier to get uh, readers and viewers if the story is negative mm -hmm. than it is on positive stories. Because we definitely see a lot more negativity in the media than mm -hmm. what we do. We see enlightening, positive, uplifting stories. Mm -hmm. Right. So I guess it feeds 
that desire to look for something that's not perfect, something that's not right, maybe makes us feel better because we're not perfect. So picking things apart from the media or from social media or comments or whatever it is, maybe it helps make us feel better about ourselves. Yeah, maybe. Do, do you, like I, 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 it didn't make me feel better, you know, um, reading those comments. It didn't make me feel better even commenting. I didn't comment on the comments, but talking, you know, with you or with somebody else about comments, it didn't make me feel better. Mm-hmm. It made me feel icky, and I don't like me feeling icky, of right. course. Yeah. But... I mean, who would want to feel icky? Nobody wants. Nobody calm. wants to feel icky. Right, like icky. Just that sounds so but, terrible. But when did that? Bec- <laughs> you know, when did that negativity? Because now it just seems like it's so. Um, I think it's prevalent. always. Been, I think it's always been there. If you look at at um, at media and human communication, I mean, as long as there's been um, print or marketing of any kind, um, negative and sensationalism has always sold more. Always pulled more. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you could probably go back to biblical and and the different iterations of the Bible mm-hmm. and how, you know, at that time in medieval history, you know, the church used uh, fear and negativity to control huge swaths of population. That's not that's not a negative statement against religion. That was a political thing that was happening at that time well and definitely we see it politically now as well as different things that are happening you know in 2020 we we see it politically the negative stance the negative um pressure i guess absolutely Um, but i think you can see that i think you can see that trend all through human history and um i really think it, it it's because we it's easier to cater to our base desires as humans um because we have this um, I believe it's the amygdala that really controls our emotional lizard brain reactions. Uh, it takes a few milliseconds longer for that same stimulus that comes into your brain to reach your more evolved parts of your brain. So, like, if you ever, you know, normally, I'm a pretty calm guy. Vanessa can attest to this. She, we've been on the phone when I'm in traffic. I can suddenly become very uncalm. And I might think to myself, geez, that's not very charitable. But in that moment, when that person in front of me is not behaving in the fashion that I think is appropriate for the road, all sorts of uncharitable things come out of my mouth. And that's the amygdala, that instantaneous reactionary response. Um, so I think we're dealing with, you know, the the unconscious wiring versus the conscious wiring to a large extent um is probably what we're seeing a little bit of well and you know what i mean i I totally agree with you and i would love to see a positivity dog pile Mm -hmm. you know on comments or on a facebook post or in the media positivity one which i've never seen rather than a negative one i have for sure really have you seen a bunch of people well i haven't seen that positively pile onto Mm -hmm. a comment yeah, where people are okay. I love that. First yeah. of all, I mean, I, I love to hear that's happened. I have not seen it. Thank goodness it's happened. Yeah, I've seen it from time to time. Um, part of the challenge with that is, oftentimes the positivity dog piles could can be responses to someone crying out for attention, and and so then they get a bunch of maybe unwarranted platitudes to make them feel better. But um, there's definitely if you if you pay attention to this is about, sorry, I'm, I'm a little distracted with this topic, but this is about selectively inputting. 
into our worlds. And I mean, there's a reason we haven't watched a tele a news program in no. how many years? No, and we don't watch any uh, reality TV, yeah, anything like that either. We don't. so I mean, we haven't had cable in a couple of years now. We have, I mean, we haven't watched news, and I don't remember last I don't time know. I watched news. Yeah. Today, I, I happened to be in my in my pickup truck, which I didn't have Bluetooth. I wasn't able to listen to podcasts, which is what I normally listen to, um, or audiobooks, and I had the radio going. And uh, which I almost never listened to. And the moment the news came on, I'm like, oh my gosh, turn the channel, shut it off, listen to something else. Because it was, it was, it was a bunch of negativity about the political landscape right now in our country, which we're not going to get into. Um, but immediately it set off reactionary responses in me. And everyone listening to that kind of information is going to have the same, you know, responses. Now they might be different responses based on the content that they're hearing. But those stories are cleverly crafted. Headlines are crafted to generate certain responses. I mean, there's an entire science around how to write a post on social media. They know what colors to use, yeah, you know what, how how much to flash the video, what words to use yeah, to trigger specific yeah. responses. And so people are doing that um, through the most powerful device, in my opinion, the most powerful device to ever exist on the planet. And that's the, the, the six-inch piece of glass and silicone that most of us carry around in our back pocket that accesses the Internet. If you – I got distracted. Off topic. Uh, back on topic. If you <laughs> selectively, deliberately choose to ensure that you include – some uh, there's some phenomenal uh, different Facebook groups out there that are very positive and uplifting. Um, you know, there's so you can go out and look for um, positive uh, information that fits your current you know worldview and and things that you believe in, and and the more you interact with those kinds of things, the more you'll see them. And that's the dangerous thing about social media. The more you interact, even scrolling and stopping. Not clicking on, just stopping on a video. Even if you don't listen to it, just stopping so it displays on your screen. That information is tracked. And that will then feed into the algorithm so that when you're scrolling, guess what you'll see more of? The things that you pause, stop, and watch. So, you well, know. You know what, I'm going to jump in here. So, you know, being you've been doing personal development for a very long time. What suggestions would you have for our listeners about how to not be a part of that negativity, that com those comments, the, you know, getting on the rage train, I guess. Rage train, good so word. So to speak, right? What, what, what um, suggestions would you have to flip it around and, you know, look for the positive? Well, I think that um, what I'd suggest would be, I mean... To break it has it, to be, sorry, it's got to be a conscious habit. I guess. Yeah, absolutely. And, and to, to install that sort of, it's a behavior choice. And so what you're talking about is a change. And, and our mentors in our past lives, David and Jenny Bird, um, they may have got this from somebody else. I don't know. But that's who taught it to us first. Taught us, and this is true in every single thing in our lives, is that in order to change something, two things have to happen first. You have to become aware of the situation. So in this case, you have to become aware that you are feeding into negative repetitive patterns in what you're consuming. And so once you become aware 
that you don't want that much negativity or you're seeing a lot of negativity, once you become aware of it, and only once you become aware of it, then you can make different choices. So the moment you catch yourself, um, you know, I, I do it all the time on, on there's social media groups that I'm part of. I moderate certain ones and different things. And you can watch things start to spiral. And I have there's certain hot topics for me that I have a heck of a time staying away from. Right. That are really important to me. Things like agriculture and cattle ranching and, you know, things that are really important to me. And I'll see people say something and watch the negative spiral start to happen. And it's all I can do to say I'm not going to engage in that because then I'm giving it energy. So when I see something I don't want to have, I have like today with the changing of the radio station, I know enough to know. Then when I shut that radio station off, I was still thinking about the thing I didn't want to have in my brain. So I had to change the input to something else. I played, I switched a different channel. I played some music for a little while um, through my phone while I was, you know, um, was able to do that. So becoming aware that whatever it is that you're consuming is negative, how whatever you're experiencing is negative, becoming aware of that. And most importantly, becoming aware, are you actually feeding the negativity? You have to be able to see it as if you're looking at yourself from above. Once you see it, then you can make different choices. You can do things like, uh, I say cancel, cancel. Vanessa says delete, delete. Um, when you see something happening, you physically have to utter the words to change the brain pattern so that you can make a different choice. Once you make that different choice to consume or experience something positive, then you start to change your wavelength and your brain patterns into a positive brain pattern. And you'll change your news feed as well. If we're talking about social media, you'll actually change your news feed by interacting with other content. Okay. So that was really long winded. That was good. But I actually wrote down the two, well, actually main points that you kind of um, circled around, I guess. First one was become aware Mm-hmm. become aware of what's happening around you become aware of what you're reading what you're letting in mm-hmm. and how you're reacting to it mm-hmm. and the next is change a station right mm-hmm. meaning you know if you're listening let's say you're listening to the radio or if you're on um, other forms of media mm-hmm. change the station put something else on mm-hmm. to replace you know whatever you've heard or whatever mm-hmm. whatever it's been and it's just like hey you know when, when you said i say delete delete it's like hey stop jack mm-hmm. take a new road Right, yeah. we're gonna move on to something else. So, yeah. Tony, that was a good conversation. Oh, well, good. I'm glad I threw this one at you. Yeah. I kind of told you what it was gonna be about, but I didn't tell you what it was gonna be about. So, you did good. You're well. You're kind of my guest. It was more of a guest than a co-host, which is good. I mean, I like having you on the podcast. Well, I was in the house anyway. Well, you was <laughs> you you were here anyway. Okay, shh, Tony, we're coming from our studio, not oh, from our right. bedroom. Right. So, yeah. So, okay, guys, I just want to close. Can, can I just interject something before I? Oh. Can I make a suggestion for you um, as the host? Uh, why don't in your – because there's going to be a blog post associated with this, there right? There is. Yes. Okay. So, uh, if you haven't – I'm going to plug because Vanessa always forgets <laughs> to talk about the amazing things she has going on. You should go read her blog um, at thedreambiglife.com. Um, but why don't in that blog we find some examples of positive Facebook groups that people could join? Oh my gosh, that's a fantastic! And we should post some of those links. Tony, that is a good. See, I'm glad that you showed up today in our house when you got home. And this is being recorded, so all of you people that hear her say that I'm 
I, I did a good thing. We'll remember this. Well, right? it, could, it could be edited. Anyway, so I just want to kind of end this podcast <laughs> with an awesome quote that I found. And it's pr- probably by one of my favorite um, people of the 20th and 21st century. So the quote is, you can probably hear our dog uh, walking in the background. The quote is, the media shows the tiniest percentage of what people do. There are millions of people doing wonderful things all over the world. And they're generally not the ones being touted in the news. That's from Mr. Rogers. He's a smart guy. He's a, he's a smart guy. So thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. And uh, thank you for being a part of our podcast, Tony. Yeah, hey, glad to be here. We'll have I'm you back sure again. I'll be back again. We'll, we'll have you back again. So anyway, thanks, everyone. <laughs> Dream big always and in always. I love you. Catch you on the flip side. Do you know a superhero should be featured on the Everyday Superhero Podcast? Hook us up. Send me an email at thedreambiglife at gmail.com.